0: Well, first of all, uh, what was different about Fred Gray's death, uh, his murder, was it was on camera. He was the 111th victim of police killings uh, in the last two years. So this is a pattern. That does not in- mention the police killings of uh, in Trayvon Martin, Florida, and Diallo, in New York, uh, and the like. So the police by and large killed blacks. And not been invited, not have been charged. charge. That is insipid. She left the scene alive, and the panda wagon became a tombstone, came out the other end dead. And so far, there has been no report, and there has been no condemnation in the legal sense yet. So, but beyond that, the police don't have to live in the area, so they come in as occupiers and not as neighbors, number one the two, in that area, unemployment to more than 30% rate uh, among the highest in the nation. Uh, 1,800 uh, cases uh, of this sort are, are with us, and it's in the most end.
1: Now, you've spoken out against the comments made by the governor of Maryland, Larry Hogan, for what he called lawless gangs of thugs, saying that that kind of language is not very helpful. Why do you believe that? It
0: it, is unacceptable language, because it does not track glass what's happening. Of 18,000 vacant homes are abandoned locked because bankers targeted black people and ran our homes into bankruptcy they never called drugs, they a the kind of name, and they made money off with a kind of legal robbery. or uh, they targets with encrusted black holes? And low-paid folks in the poverty, the government bailed them out and locked the people out. The so name calling is immature, and so it is more socially useful purpose. It's really a substitute for the inward, which we reject at every level, no matter who says it. Actually, I was in Baltimore when we got the word that a policeman was going to be killed, and everybody went on full alert immediately. While the scene was going on, and uh, had a lockdown on public transportation and businesses, so several thousand children were coming out of school without transportation. Those children began to uh, lash out. They were not to even children without transportation.
1: Reverend Jackson, this goes, though, to a deeper issue. And you being an icon, a champion of the civil rights movement, so not only in your own country, but also across the African continent and the globe, do you believe that it speaks directly to those issues that America still has a lot of ground to cover in attaining the objectives of that civil rights movement?
0: Well, America has more ground to cover than it wants to recognize, at least after legal apartheid in South Africa, brothers and sisters had a, the Truth and Reconciliation Commission to address in some measure uh, the guilty and and those who were not. Uh, But in this case there has been a kind of arrogance, no Truth and Reconciliation. As a matter of fact, between 1880 and 1950, more than 4,000 blacks were lynched often after church with, with church parties, lynching parties. That's hardly ever discussed. And that's a part of our our legacy as well. Uh, uh, People driven north uh, as refugees running from terror. So there are some deep wounds in this country that must be addressed. And the fact that in Baltimore today, one side of town down on the riverfront, you have beautiful buildings and lakefront development because of the use of chip money and pension monies, and equity investors, and banks. So on the black side of town, it's quite the opposite. It's, it's a tale of two radically different cities, and people are laughing out. I hope that they will not engage in ballots, because violence has a way of distracting from the agenda. The agenda must be jobs, jobs training, equity, and parity. And if you put more focus on the rocks and windows, you miss the real agenda for change and for hope.
1: Mm. I mean, Reverend Jackson, some might say it's unfair to have charged President Barack Obama with that hope that he his tenure would uplift the lot of African Americans in the US. But the truth of the matter is whether he likes it or not, he presides over the the protests that we've seen in the past couple of months if if we look at what happened in Ferguson and, and these continuing deaths of young black men at the hands of police which are said to be guilty of racial profiling.
0: Well, he must address it in a legislative and budgetary sense, not just a rhetorical sense. We speak of faith and hope, but faith is the substance of things hoped for. There must be an urban policy. You have 18,000 vacant homes and abandoned lots. You have police who occupy and don't live in the city.